Thank you for joining us here at Delta's number one outdoor store, the Well Sporting Goods Podcast. Brought to you by myself, Bobby Webb, along with Sam Wright. I have Mr. Kent Cullum in here with Hobo Calls. Good to be here today. Good to be here. We have brought him in today. He came up and uh, from uh, Little North Arkansas, drove up, and um, he's got to hit a few stores today, but he come by and see us, and uh, we're going to uh, uh, put start putting his calls into our uh, store, and uh, we're excited about the new venture we're going with you, brother. i tell you what, I'm excited and excited that I've made two new friends here today, and there's going to be several more in here. Uh, I'll tell you what. If you've not been in Webb Sporting Goods Store down here in South Arkansas, they have got a fine, fine sporting goods store, and they'll go out of their way to help you. And I am looking so forward to having a relationship selling duck calls down here. So uh, I plan on being down here some this winter, and uh, uh, I think he's going to try to set up a deal where we do some seminars and tune some duck calls. And Most- no matter if it's hobo or not, we'll tune them. Hey, exactly. And, uh, you know, one thing about this business and you've been doing this a long time, I've been in the industry about 16, 17 years now. And one of the biggest things that I see that's missed in this industry is relationships. Absolutely. We, we, we see people every day burning relationships and that all comes full circle for you. But for the most part, if you're good to your reps and you're good to your guys and good to folks like you that produce a product, then we can get it to the consumer and sell it. And, um, everybody's happy. So, and I think that's, um, one of our biggest traits here. And I think it is with you too. Uh, You're all about customer service. Absolutely. And God changed my life. I already dedicated my life, uh, about nine years ago Yep. and he's really blessed me. And, uh, he's blessed me in duck calling, be a nine time world champion duck caller, nine time, nine time world champion. And so, uh, uh, I want to give back to the community. I love helping kids and I love helping anybody. And, you know, I've been so blessed on that and I feel like I've got a great duck call and, uh, I like to be able to help people and teach them the right way, not only just yes, call ducks, but safety and how to read ducks and yep. and just the friends that you make. I mean, oh, Lord, I'll tell you what, outdoorsmen and, and people is a lot of good people. You know, that's something that I've, I've learned over the last uh, eight or ten years, that the, the relationships that we have with people all over the country, you know, and we're very fortunate here to be in a major flyway here for duck hunting. I mean, we're 15 minutes from Arkansas, Mississippi, and Arkansas River access pretty much. Um, and, uh, you know, in, in my lifetime, you know, I've been living here all my life was a police officer, you know, for 18 years, like I mean, you've talked before and, and we started a sporting goods business and I never knew that would have 50 States coming here buying license. Oh, it's unbelievable. I, I knew that God was wanting me to come down here in South Arkansas to see you and I, I've seen your stuff popping up and I thought, I'm going to need to go talk to this man. Uh, I have a lot of people from out of state that, uh, Least fields around St. Charles, Gillette, DeWitt, all in this area. Yep. And uh, and a lot of people, I mean, it's some of the best duck hunting in the world. And like I said, and you got such a fantastic sporting goods store here. And so I'm going to be so happy to have a part for them to be able to come in and pick up some hobo duck calls too and maybe meet a few of these people. Exactly. And then we've, we have a really, really good bunch of folks around here. And, and you know, and it, you know, the, 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 Duck hunting business is, you know, is really commercial anymore. We know this. Um, uh, it's it's drove prices up on a lot of things, but it's also opened up a lot of doors for industries to come in, like yourself, and and, and try to make a living selling your calls, or, or us making a living, or him working into the duck call counter or the uh, gun department. But what I've seen over the last few years, I'm fifty, 
a lot of the guys' dads are, you know, in their 70s and they're getting ready to retire. So You're still young. I know, man. Get 59, baby. <laughs> well, well, I'm looking at it as all the guys that I grew up with, well, they run farms now. Well, and, and not only do they run the farms, they, they do all the guiding. So I think that's been contributed to a lot of our success here is I grew up with these guys. Does that make sense? It makes all the sense. It goes back to relationships like me and you was talking about. Tell us a little bit about your call, how you got started, what was your passion behind it, what made you go out and invent a call and have the success that you've had with this call? Well, I'll tell you, I'm, like I said, I'm 59, and my dad, he was a big duck hunter and, and fisherman, and he took me before I was old enough to carry a gun or anything. I never will forget the first, first time I ever went duck hunting. I didn't have a gun or anything. I was about four or five years old and standing on Two, my dad had a grocery store, and he saw you know the milk cases that yep, come milk, in. Milk carton, had, plastic yeah, ones. Had a couple plastic milk cartons, two or three soda cases, and I'm standing up on that thing, and the sun's shining that morning. And I'm going to tell you, uh, that's another great thing about duck hunting, how you really get to see God's beauty on sunrises and sunsets. But the sun was shining that morning, and there's probably 150 mallards come flying over. What my year? Dad. What year? Oh, my gosh. Uh, let's see. That would be – I'm 59. So I would say that would be 55 years ago. 55, so you're just four. Yeah, about four. This first time I ever went. You know, four, four years old. And uh, anyhow, just watching. And they went to call and these at ducks flying over. And these things turned around and come back. And they made a couple of circles. And about half of them come in. And that sun shining. And on the, God made a green head and colors that cannot be reproduced. Uh, uh you know, as far as uh, coloring it out, and then they let them sit there and kept calling, and others come back. And ever since then, it's been in my blood. Uh, but we were actually what really got it going for me is we were hunting with a man, me and my dad, and another guy and his son, and we was hunting with Mister Crump. He was better known as one of the better duck callers throughout the country in my part of the world. Yes, and uh, he called duck hunting, duck calling, chin music and stuff. Well, as a kid, I'm observing and we're watching and. He's calling ducks, and he's got them coming in. Just, I mean, they're coming in left and right. And I asked my dad, you know, a young kid wants to know about everything. I said, how come, Daddy, you're not blowing your duck call? Or Lloyd's not blowing his duck call? How come this man's the only one blowing his duck call? He said, well, when you hunt with him, he's really good. And you really got to be good. And if he, if he thinks you're good enough, he'll ask you to help him call. Well, whenever we left that morning, I told my dad, I said, I'm going to hunt with that man, and he's going to want me to blow my duck call someday. I said, I want you to help me, Daddy. And he said, well, you're already better than what I am at it. Yeah, I mean, he was just a decent caller, but, uh, you know, he knew when to call and when not. But anyhow, he said, buy the uh, tapes and stuff. I'd bought every eight-track tape you could buy, every record you could buy. Eight-track eight now. This eight young track, man over here don't even know what eight-track is, okay? Eight-track is going way back there. That's kind of square, big. I know what it is. Okay, all right. All right, go ahead, Sam. But anyhow, I, I said, Daddy, I bought all that. I said, they say this is a hell call, this is a comeback. I said, I hear ducks making different sounds. I said, I need to know more than that. I said, I want to be able to make all the sounds that they can make because I said, I want to be able to get them in. I want to be able to sound like her or mother or sister or grandma. They all make different sounds. I mean, even though they're mallards, and I've got them all category. At this age, how old were you now? Oh, now at this age, I've done got up a little. 12, 13, 14? Oh, oh yeah, more like uh, probably 16. 16, so. okay. Like that. Uh, but I hadn't got into You should be thinking about duck calls at 16. Oh, well, I'm thinking about how many ducks I can get in. The only thing I'm thinking about, what's the best thing? I want to be able to make all the I want to be able to get them in, everything I say. Not because I kill them, just because it's so pretty. Beautiful. And uh, 
you know, there ain't nothing prettier ducks coming in. But anyhow, I told my dad, I said, will you buy me wild baby ducks? And I want wild ducks so I can learn every sound they make. And he had a grocery store, and he bought me six baby wild ducks. And uh, I was, I mean, they just crawled all over me and everything else. And I raised them and fed them corn. And I even had my little duck line was I had corn out and cheap sparrows coming up to it. But we had a popcorn machine, and I'd take them kernels with the salt on it. Well, them ducks love that too. But I learned that all whines, clucks, and everything a duck sound would make. And then a few years later... I was at a Ducks Unlimited thing and won a duck calling contest just because, I mean, that's all I've done is blow a duck call. And my mom, dad, and them was sick of it, just, you know, blowing a duck call all the time. And somebody said, you need to get in these duck calling contests. I said, I don't care nothing about no contest. I just want to be able to work ducks. And that is the truth. The contest is really, I mean, it's fun uh, and it helps, but it's for the people that you meet. I mean, I got nine world titles in duck calling. They don't mean anything to, to the people that I've met. I mean, it's a, it's fun. And the only reason I got into it was because that way it was like duck season all year round. I had a good excuse to be able to blow a duck call. And after a while, you know, I couldn't hardly keep jobs when duck season would come in because. Could you not really? I really couldn't. You, could, you, you, you would you quit a job to go duck hunting? Uh, only when it come in. Not till, I wouldn't know season come in. <laughs> when so season third, come in. Third week in November, everybody uh, you worked for knew that you was fixing to probably leave. I, I was leaving. I was leaving for duck hunting. And so finally, uh, you know, I. Uh, <clears throat> I'd done, I made a, I had a signature call with uh, uh, Rick Dunn, and I used to make, uh, for Echo, I used to turn down their wooden calls and stuff, and, and Rick and Butch and people helped me and teach me uh, how to make calls and stuff, and I'm all about the duck, and uh, so uh, I got into making calls 11 years ago, and God's blessed me with it, and uh, I love it and enjoy doing it, and I hand-tune every one of them, and I just, the people I get to talk to, and mm -hmm you know, every day all over the world and, and like coming in and meeting you. I love people. I mean, I called the wrong number about me the other day and talked for an hour. So, <laughs> well, I've, I've done that before and I, I don't meet, I don't meet a stranger. You can see that when we come in this morning, it's like, this is sat down, drink coffee. And, and we never did finish our coffee. I think I fixed a cup. We never did finish. We got talking about duck hunting. That's another, uh, but you're a lot like I am as far as, uh, you don't meet a stranger. I can, I can talk to a wooden nickel if you'll talk back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love people. I love people. I yeah, it's uh, you, I like the experience of uh, everybody. The, there are different aspects of calls and different things. And um, now, one story that you told me in, in the office earlier, um, we got talking about Dean Watson, and uh, he's one of our local guide services here. Great guy. Good uh, man. And and you know, I you was you was telling me that you and Butch used to go down and tune the calls back in the day, and you know, and when when Butch actually passed away. Uh, Dean and them didn't know what they was going to do. I know. I'm, they, I'm telling you, uh, Butch, he loved Dean Watson to death. and uh, He did. And we've been to some contests and stuff together. And matter of fact, uh, uh, Dean's rode back with me, and but we went to ball games and stuff together. And uh, uh, But Dean, uh, I hadn't seen him. I'd be glad to see him again. Uh, he, he's, a, he's a fine. He's a class act. He, he is, him and his whole family is good folks. And I just remember that story of, you know, uh, Dean telling us, uh, didn't know what they was going to do after Butch was gone, you know, because he come down and ate the steak every week, tuned, yeah, all, the guy, did. tuned all the guys' duck calls, and, and uh, but um, he left a heck of a legacy, though. He sure did. And, you know, and not only that, not only the duck calls, he, he done so much to help kids in baseball and, and growing it, up. You know, a lot of people don't realize how much he actually done for kids. He'd give yeah. a duck call away before he'd, he'd charge one for it. That's exactly they, right. They, they, didn't, they didn't know that about Butch, but... Tell us what your signature series here that you that you're leaning towards for 2022. Um, I know we have you have several different colors. Um, 
uh, all acrylic, correct? Uh, yeah, I've got wood calls too. Uh, right. Uh, but I brought acrylics down here today. I used to I used to blow nothing but wooden calls because I like the sound of them better. But I've got these things so dialed in that the acrylic, you know, wood will swell and change tone some. So yep. I got the acrylic so dialed in that you don't have to worry about keeping taking them apart all during duck season. And, and they're very realistic. I got a bunch of different models. I got single reeds, double reeds, triple reeds. I've got my favorite is I've got prime meat single reed. I've got ICU two double reed. Reed, I come out with a new barking bee. I don't have a uh, cut down out. I, I I don't really want to cut down out, but I've got what's well, a hybrid. So if you like cut downs, you like the new hybrid that I got because it's loud and strong duck. I've come out with a new spec smasher goose call. It's real easy to blow. I just come out with a panda pounder Canada goose call. Now we don't won't sell a lot in this area, but Correct. I still got one, and I've got uh, timber calls and all that. But my favorite call is uh, it's the prime meat uh single read right uh that call will do it all and i see you two double read my double read will really get low it's easy to blow uh my call's got a lot of back pressure then the new barking bee uh it won't get down real low but it's solid duck uh, and the spec smasher like i said it's easy to blow i've got not much different models but i suggest if you're going to get one of my calls uh I, I suggest the prime meat i see you too if you want something loud the barking bee or freight train and want an easy goose call get spec smasher yeah and you you you've done a little calling while i was in there and and uh, i you know i've i've played around a lot of duck calls and and you know you got a good sounding rig dude everything you everything you ran was different in and there's just three that we ran in there and um give us a demo of i'm gonna show you nowadays people you know they want something loud 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 uh you know you always got to finish ducks but you don't you don't always have to call loud to get them. But uh, my calls are plenty loud enough to break ducks. But you always, like I said, you always got to finish them. And so many people's not doing this. And some of the very best calling you can get when ducks get in close. I mean, if you're hunting on the river, you're not going to do much feed calling because ducks are stopping to rest, get a drink. You're hunting. You're, everything's different for each scenario. And quacks will work just as good as anything a lot of times. Uh, but my calls has got a lot of back pressure where you can make different duck sounds and stuff. But what I what I think's really good is my calls has got where they'll get down low. I mean, well, you can get a uh, good quack. <coughs> or you can get them little short, happy quacks. <coughs> but what I really like in my call that, that it's so important when ducks get around working, it don't matter if ducks are sitting on the river, wherever they're sitting. Once they're content, Mr. Bobby, and they're sitting around, uh, you'll see them picking theirself and uh, flapping and, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And they're whining and clucking. And they'll sit there and go, so a call will get down and whine and cluck is so important i mean you know that's I'm, i won't blow out in here but uh they'll make all as loud as you want to get but you can get low and you can change sounds you can get that coarse quack you can get that fine hen quack and what i'm calling a fine hen when she squalls out she squalls Versus, of course, and that's the every every series will either come off a fine hen quack or, or a coarse hen quack. And the first thing I try to teach people when they're blowing a duck call, first thing you got to do is be able to quack, to be able to make the right sounds. But anyhow, I love it. And I, I was telling you a while ago, it's kind of cool. I've only got a high school education, but yep, they've asked me I'm fixing to teach college, and a duck, the books required is a duck call. And uh, so uh, anyhow, it's going to be kind of. I'm looking forward to that. <clears throat> yeah. Season. Yeah. I mean, you both hit on that and it's like, well, 
you know, I get to go over to school and talk to the JAG program every year, and I got eighth grade education. So, so let's let's you know, went, got back, got my GED. So education don't mean everything. Some, uh, if self experience, and you you can see that, but what you've done, this business done in here, hard work, sisters, like you have. Yep. You just got to put your time in. You, 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 you can't you can't work two hours a day. You got to work. You what, if you love people and you got a good product and you're there and you got a good service, they're gonna have business. You said it. There's one thing in this store that I have a company meeting probably every week about is we sell one product. That's service. Absolutely. You can get online. You can go in any store and buy anything that we have in the store, but you can't come in here and buy a call like that. That's right. Not everywhere. And I tell people I, I, I have them calling me and stuff. I like talking to people and and. You order a duck call today, it's going out. To, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you exactly when it's going out. I send the tracking number out. I want to get them out as soon as I can. And I love talking to people and taking care of their stuff. I mean, not only is it good uh, service, but uh, the friends that you make. It's a relationship, yeah, it's dude. A relationship it's, is what it, you're talking about. It's, it's, I, I've been fortunate, and, and I know you have as well. I've been fortunate to be able to meet people all over the United States. And we still stay in contact. I've got guys out of Texas and Oklahoma, and and yeah, well, we may just text twice a month, but we usually try to get together and go turkey hunting or, or something every year. And uh, I've, I've met, I probably met better people in this industry than I probably have in my life. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Just in your general life, I'm telling you, in duck calling, uh, you, you see some neat stuff. Yes, I mean, I, I'm gonna blow in a senior world this year, probably, but I hadn't really blown the last six years. You know, I've been blessed with all that now mostly just helping people plus i'm getting old but uh uh just going to contest you only see people from different states i mean i, I mean i was like one in like 17 different states and know people from all over the world you become friends and make great friends uh right off the bat in this calling world and you feel totally comfortable you can go anywhere that you've got friends like that and you only talk to once or twice a year stay all night with them go fishing they come see you go duck hunting and mm-hmm. stuff i mean it's just real i mean it's not about winning duck calling contest. Uh, the real winners are the people that take their kids hunting and exactly and, uh, just love the sport of it. I mean, that's that's what it boils back down to is uh, we we've, we've got to keep our kids focused. We've got to keep our young ladies and young men focused on hunting and fishing. So we have this stuff to uh, heritage keep driving on for hundreds of years absolutely i think that i think all kids a lot of people tell me like well, i don't know about kids going out there and killing all this stuff it's not about killing it's about i mean it brings you closer to god and the relationship with god is help me more than anything but i mean when you just go out there and watch the sunrise and sunset and and be with your uh, children or close friends i mean it's just memories of a lifetime that you'll never forget and it's just so incredible and it's so good. It takes kids off the street and yep. off of now with all the stuff they got going on. All they want to play is video games and this. And that. Get out and get a rod and reel and do some fishing or hunting or go out and throw rocks or whatever. But just get out and enjoy the outdoors. I wouldn't plan on talking about this, but one thing I seen last year uh, when COVID hit, um, everything was canceled. Baseball was canceled. You know, all the school activities was canceled, and it brought a new business to the outdoor industry. You know it. Uh, 18 months to two years, uh, the, the hunting industry has just exploded. Mm-hmm. Um, what I seen last year instead of going out and playing baseball, which is nothing wrong with that. If you know, if you're a baseball kid, that's great. Go out and do it. But what I seen last year was these kids, they really didn't go out here and get in any trouble. They come in and, and started fishing. I seen a lot of kids doing a lot of that last year. People that never fished. I think we sold like, 
I think in the United States, it was like 8 million fishing license more last year than we did the year before due to the pandemic. And it's, it's made people get out in the outdoors more. They went to uh, UTVs and four wheelers. And so the, it's, it's crazy that a pandemic and an endemic has taken our hunting business, uh, our hunting uh, platform for our kids probably to another level due to COVID. Yeah, God, God's trying to get our attention and, and, and still help people in ways too. Uh, like you was talking about there, there's no telling how many outdoor campers and trailers and RVs and stuff was sold because people couldn't get out in public hardly. So they would go to the lake they, and fishing and stuff. And, and the, you know what? That draws you a lot closer to your family. It does. Stuff too, so. I, I, I've, I've seen it so much this year that people I've never seen, and they come in and say, well, we, we can't go to Florida this year or Georgia or South Carolina. But we normally, he said, well, we bought a, uh, you know, a ranger and we bought a, uh, uh, a, a camper and we're, we're going to start camping now. And this is, this is our new hobby. And, um, it's been good for the industry, been good for you. Um, but, um, it's, uh, it's crazy how someone, how that kind of turns how the whole hunting industry works in the fishing industry does. But, um, we are going to have his calls in here this year, guys. Um, I don't know how many we're going to have. Um, I may have to borrow some money from some of you guys. Um, these are uh, not expensive calls, but these are very, very, very quality calls. And we're, what, what's your retail at, Rough? Uh, Where are we at? Uh, on all my calls, uh, uh, most of the calls of being here be one thirty nine ninety nine, and then I have some that's one fifty nine ninety nine. That's just like red, white, blue, or something that you got more in an acrylic on. But uh, most pretty well, all of them retail for one thirty nine ninety nine. But I'm gonna tell you something: uh, they hold their value, and not only that, you know, when you buy something that's really good, that makes a I'm telling you, it's worth it. I mean, uh, I feel like I can take a duck call and don't even have to have no decoys or anything. A lot of times if you've got a good call and you can go in and just be able to call them and stuff. So it really helps you starting out. Uh, most important thing, if you got a call that sounds good, that's all that matters. But I've got some great sounding calls. It's easy to get duck out of. And people, that's what they need is a good call because if you don't have something good, you're not going to be able to sound like a duck. And So you better be in a real good place then. It's tough enough as it is now because – you know, we're seems like it's the weather's not getting quite as cold, and it's taking longer to get the ducks here. So we need to take every advantage on every bunch we get to work. We don't want none of them to get away. Yeah, <laughs> we want to get them all in. You know, <laughs> I don't want to get into politics, but uh, you know, people talking about climate change and this, that, and other. If you don't think climate change is here, the flyway's moving west. I know. It's moving west. Oh, it is definitely moving west. I mean, and, you know, we got northern states that's doing better quality stuff, that's taking care of their crops better and leaving a little bit more stuff there for them to eat. You know, it's kind of like if we go to a buffet and that thing's empty, guess what? We ain't going back. You know, you just hit a great point. My dad was talking about that the other day. You know, back in the day and our part of the country, as soon as they got crops out, they never went in and redone the crops. It was all left till the next spring. Now, do now, then, now. as soon as they get done, they're, they're prepared before duck season ever gets in to go in and plant for the next year. Yep. So that's hurting us a lot too. It is, but there's still plenty of feed around. We, you know, we've got such good flyway that we do, uh, uh, but it's still not like it used to. No, be. no. I mean, I mean, I remember when we shot lead, so you, you, you lived up through that area where Absolutely. you could go shoot your three ducks or it was point system at that time. And you could shoot your three ducks and be done wrapped up and at the, back at the house. And, um, it's a little tougher now. It's just a different ball game. Now you got everybody in the world uh, right next to you and and uh, uh, fighting over spots. <laughs> so I'm telling you, come up here, at Mr. Webb's, and get you one of these hobos. Well, not That's Mr. Webb. You come up here, at West Forty Goods, and uh, we'll 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 
We'll get you some of these uh, hay bow calls in here. And, hay bow. Uh, hey, I said hay bow because I got a friend uh, of mine called me this morning. Uh, Scott Clyburn <laughs> out there in South Carolina. Give him a little shout. Uh, that's a clothing brand that I have here. But um, but we'll have a good selection of um, your calls in here this year. And I'm very excited about business with you. Um, I'm excited too. You're, you're that kind of guy that's a handshake guy, and I love it. Yeah, We've already built a friendship, and we hadn't even got started yet. So I, that's worth a lot. That's right. I hear some uh, duck calling in the background. That's my phone going off over there. If it's quacking, it's me. Well, guys, we'd like to thank uh, Kent for coming in here, showing us a little bit about his calls. Uh, y'all come in and check us out this year. We're going to have a wide selection of his calls, so make sure you guys tune in. Uh, we'll be uh, releasing this on Spotify, Amazon. Check us out at websportinggoods.com, and also check him out on your Facebook page. Tell him where your, your, your Facebook page Uh yeah, well, I got uh, HoboDuckCalls.com, but I've also got a fan page, Hobo World Championship Duck Calls fan page, and then hit me up on just can't call on my fan page. Or my uh, Facebook. It, on his Facebook, exactly, guys. We appreciate you guys shopping at Webs, and we appreciate you guys buying his calls at our store. Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs>